0: and Let's
1: go. Now it's the Mercedes in the morning pre-show. Mix 4.1. Good
2: morning and welcome to the pre-show. It is Monday, July 26th and thank you guys for joining us on this Monday morning. We love your check-ins. You can call us or text us at 702-364-9400. Nelsie checked in. this this morning, so did Buckeye Bob. Bob in Kansas, uh, we have Rick, Diana, and Sarah, Raul, Jessica, and Dallas are checking in this morning. So is Spidey74, also checking in on Twitter, at Mercedes in the AM. We have Don listening this morning, so is Michelle. We have Martin checking in, Kelsey. Mike is listening, so is Vivian. So thank you guys for that. And welcome back to the week. How was your weekend?
3: It was nice. Uh, let me change pick something here. Uh, very nice weekend. Let's see here. Friday, my wife and I grabbed some sushi, a really nice sushi dinner, and then Saturday night, we had a friend's surprise 40th birthday party, and it was downtown at a restaurant, and she was uh, she was completely surprised when she walked in. It was a cool setup. My buddy had uh, rented out this, this restaurant downtown, this bar, and um, she walked in, and you just see the look on her face. Complete surprise, so everyone pulled it off, and it was a fun time on Saturday night.
2: Oh, that's nice. It's nice when you can always pull those off without someone giving it away on accident. Yeah,
3: exactly. They're, they're always kind of tough, but I, his setup was is that it was a small group going out to dinner. They were swinging swinging by this bar for for a quick drink and they got downtown and she walked in and she had family members that flew in from out of town, friends that flew in from out of town. So it was was fun. It was a fun Saturday night and just, you know, they got video of her walking in. You can just see in her eyes a complete Shock, and I think my buddy too was surprised of how many people showed up, and we were able to keep it quiet and not ruin the surprise for his wife.
2: Oh, fun! That sounds nice.
3: Yeah, how, how was the ball game? You we went to that ball game on Saturday. How was it? It was
2: good. Battle for Vegas. Oh my gosh, I saw so many, so many people. Um, said hi and thank you guys for that. It was um, it was so much fun. We had the team Riley of the Vegas Golden Knights going up against Team Marcus of the Raiders, and the Raiders ended up winning quite handily. <laughs> the oh, did they? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Was it a
3: mercy rule at one point?
2: There was one. There's a 10-run uh, inning, like a t- uh, mercy rule for 10 runs every, per inning, and they had to use that. Um, I know at least one inning. I'm not sure if they had to use it more than that. <laughs> I mean, it was it was competitive, though, for a while. And Nate Schmidt, who was on the team and was traded, he was back to play for Team Riley. And that we, we talked to Riley Smith last week about, about Nate Schmidt. He's got a baseball background. He's got a softball background he plays on like a couple of summer leagues and you could see his man his skills he had one catch that if it didn't make SportsCenter, it needs to make SportsCenter. He completely robbed some guy of a home run. Uh, it was over the fence. He just kind of, he jumped, he stretched out for it, he caught it, and then he flipped over the fence. And <gasps> everyone was going insane. It was so cool.
3: Oh, that's awesome. And I saw the video you posted of, the, that wasn't Mark andre uh, Flurry, what's the dog's name?
2: It's Finn the Bat Dog. Finn the Bat
3: Dog was pretty cool.
2: Yeah, Finn the Bat Dog. I mean, if you've been to an aviators game before, you know, Finn goes up and after the batter hits, he you know, he drops his bat. He runs and he grabs the bat and he brings it back to the dugout. Well, I thought it was funny because they had like one bat for the whole team. (laughs) So poor Finn's running out there grabbing the bat and then the guys would grab it before him. So Finn would run out and be like, why is he taking my bat from me? (laughs) So at one point I think Finn had had enough and And as soon as uh, Nate Schmidt had gotten his hit, he ran out to get it. while the play was still happening. So the guy running in on third, I want to say it was Mark Stone maybe, was running in. And then um, who's ever playing catcher is running to try to tag him and there was like, Finn's like, I'm getting that bad. And so one person's jumping over the dog, the other person's dodging. It was just, it was really funny. Was that
3: the video you posted? Because it looked a little chaotic with the, with the dog running out to home plate. Yeah. Like the play wasn't over and like, so, you know, someone's about to get hit. And it was as if the runner that was coming in from third had to hold up a bit cuz the dog was coming out to get the bass.
2: Yeah, I, I think it was Mark Stone, I can't remember who was running in, but yeah, there was a a potential collision there and it didn't happen, <laughs> thank goodness, but yeah, it was uh it was a great time, uh sold out crowd, so much fun. So yeah, we had a really good time and it was it was nice to see the guys, you know, just so relaxed and they were like you know bringing beers out onto the field and then in the middle of an inning they'd run out sign a couple autographs in the stands and it was a lot of fun
3: that's cool it's, 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 a, it's a fun event for charity too and it's cool to see the players in that relaxed atmosphere did you feel the rain last night
2: uh, d- did I feel it? Yeah, I, like at your house. I didn't we, go outside. Did you hear but it? But I heard it. Yeah, yeah I heard yeah. It. Yeah.
3: Was it. Was it crazy by
2: you? Um, There was some wind. It wasn't super crazy. I mean, I, there was a lot of lightning that I could see out the window, but it wasn't super crazy. Was it for you?
3: I, I slept right. I had no idea we got a storm last night. No clue. We went oh, to really? bed early last night. We went to bed last night, like 8.30 last night. Started reading in bed and <laughs> passed out right away. I was snoring. I was at a deep sleep. And then woke up this morning, turned the news on and just seeing all the, the, the chaos that happened last night. I'm like, I slept through that entire thing last night.
2: Well, I don't think it was as bad in our part of town as it was um, elsewhere. I know it was pretty bad, but yeah, it wasn't horrible. Um, We're in the far west side of town, so I didn't think it hit us as bad. Like I said, quite the lightning storm, though. It was pretty crazy. Yeah,
3: I missed it all. I was out last night.
2: (laughs) (laughs) That's good. You needed your body saying, hey, time to rest, you know. (laughs) No storm's going to wake me up last night. Exactly. Well, we are great. We're so happy to be back. We've got a lot coming up this morning on the show. You definitely don't want to miss it. Some cool prize We've got those Rolling Stones tickets. They announced their tour, the Killers tickets, and an Apple HomePod Mini coming up just after six o'clock. So stick around for that. And let's get the show started. Time for the pre show. You pick them. You guys get to pick the first song of the show. Do you want to hear Mary Jane's Last Dance by Tom Petty and the Heartbreakers? To hear Do Wop by Lauren Hill, or do you want to hear I'm a Slave for You by Britney Spears? I'm a slave for you. Those are your choices. Tweet us with your vote at Mercedes in the AM. You can vote on our Facebook page or you can text or call us 702 364 9400. We're going to count your votes now and reveal the winner next on Mix
0: 94.1.
1: Never
3: gossip. Or
1: would we? Let's go. Time for the Daily Dirt on Mix 94.1.
3: I'm Mike, mic there, John Kanye West held a listening party for his new album, Donda, on Thursday night at Mercedes-Benz Stadium in Atlanta. 40,000 people attended that listening party. Well, the album was supposed to come out at midnight on Friday, but plans changed. For whatever reason, Kanye decided that Donda isn't quite finished yet, so he's still kind of tinkering with the album. And according to TMZ, he has taken up residency inside the stadium in order to get it done. He even has a chef preparing uh, meals for him and his team. There's video of what they say is a masked Kanye being escorted around the stadium. There's a soccer game there on Saturday night. So Kanye was there. It looks like him on Saturday night being escorted around uh, the stadium. And then sources say that Nanda is now coming out on Friday, August 6th.
2: OK, so there's a date, at least. Yeah, it's uh, sort of now. a date. Yeah.
3: Real Housewife star Kyle Richards was hospitalized on Saturday after being attacked by bees. So Richards posted a surveillance video from outside our Beverly Hills home showing her fleeing after she accidentally walked into a hive of bees. She says they got in her hair and were all over her face, and she was stung multiple times. She actually had to jump in her pool to get them off of her. Now, she's allergic to bee stings, and she couldn't get her EpiPen to work. And then her landline, for whatever reason, wouldn't call 911. Someone eventually did call 911, and she's okay now. She posted some pictures of herself in the hospital on her Instagram story. But you see the video. Man, its some chaos going on there.
2: That's really terrifying. That is probably one of my worst fears ever is just being attacked by beebs. What do you do? What do you do? (laughs) And I've heard
3: stories of you do that jump in the pool, but the bees and stuff will still hover above. So when you come up to get some air, they'll be waiting for you. Oh, gosh. (laughs) Imagine having to pretend to be in love with your ex because it's your job. Of course, actors do that often. Here's some actors who had previously dated, but had to still keep an on-screen romance. So Cameron Diaz and Justin Timberlake, they dated from 2003 to 2007 and then reunited in 2011 for the movie Bad Teacher. Blake Lively and Penn Badgley, they dated from 07 to 2010, but continue to play their roles for two more years on Gossip Girl. They worked together on Gossip Girl. Jennifer Aniston and Tate Donovan, they dated from 95 to 98. And we in the middle of breaking up when Tate started a five-episode storyline on Friends as Rachel's boyfriend.
2: Wow. I had no idea so many of these people were couples. That's crazy.
3: And then a current one, Cole Sprouse and Lily Reinhart, they met on the set of Riverdale, dated from 2017 to 2020, and they're still playing a couple on the show. Is it, I remember you were into that show. Is that a show you still watch?
2: Um, On Riverdale?
3: Yeah, do you watch Riverdale? I
2: don't watch it anymore. I watched the first season. I was kind of out of it after that. Yeah, I didn't stick around. My, you know, a real life couple that I'm like infatuated with is Brad and Billy on Sex Life, and they are dating in real life, and they're like obsessed with each other, and I'm here for it. It's so amazing. I love those two together.
3: If you watch that show, he is the ex, right?
2: Yeah. Yes, he is the ex. But in real life, he is not the ex. (laughs) He is the the main one. The gifted one is what he is.
3: Tonight, speaking of TV, LaVar Burton's stint on Jeopardy. It begins airing tonight. Now, LaVar, he wasn't looking to take over for the late Alex Trebek at first, but he kind of warmed up to the idea after a petition for him got more than 250,000 signatures. And he says hosting was a challenge at first, but he kind of finally settled in. He found his groove when hosting the show. And LeVar also says that he wants the job. He's publicly said he wants the job. He'll take things in stride if he doesn't get it. But his hosting stint starts tonight on Channel 8.
2: I've been looking forward to seeing him host all all season since they started doing this whole guest host thing. So I'm really excited to see how he does. Yeah,
3: a lot of buzz about him from the beginning. We'll have more Dirt coming up in the 7 o'clock hour. It's Justin Bieber, Mix (laughs) 94.1.
1: Welcome to another episode of Mercedes in the Morning, show number fourteen fifty. And now here's your host, Mercedes and JC.
2: Good Monday morning to you. It is July twenty six, six o'clock. A little hazy out there, and some of you in the area of Flamingo and Decatur are not getting power this mm. morning. Looks like there's a power outage that's affecting about twenty two hundred people uh, due to a vehicle collision in the area so that's the worst feeling in the world if you um, if you don't use your phone for your alarm and you have like an actual alarm clock and the power goes out then your alarm does not go off that is the worst <laughs> that is I have like six alarms set on my phone and I look I, I just look at them Probably three or four times always just to make sure they're on. Okay, I'm I'm ready to go. I'm not going to miss this one.
3: What's your rollout of your your alarms in your phone? Like every five minutes one goes off or what's the the, the backup distance?
2: I think I have, okay, so I have like a 330, then I have a 340, then I have a 345, then I have a 355, and then I have a 4. So those are like all my alarms. But if I get up, then I turn the rest of them off. It's just
3: smart. <laughs> yeah.
2: So if it, for some reason I hit snooze or whatever, then the other one's going to go off. But yeah, I've got a whole rollout of them. And then I have alarms for other things. I have my alarm on Tuesdays at 11 a.m. to remind me to water my plants. I have um, all sorts of alarms on my phone. And they're all named too. Well, not all of them are named, but I have that one, and it says "water your plants" when it goes off.
3: Hold on one second. You can name your alarms?
2: Yeah. No way. Yeah, you just put a. You know what is this alarm for? So you know exactly. Do I go to like
3: the regular alarm thing on your on your clock?
2: Um. So if you go to. You add an alarm, yeah, you press okay. plus All right. and then you say whatever, then it says label. Oh my gosh. Yeah. So you can say what what is this alarm reminding me to do? I had no <laughs> I'm
3: sorry. What's it, zero days? What's the, what the expression? You just I was learned... today years old.
2: Yeah, I was today years old. We learned you can label. That is, I had no idea. Yeah, you got to label them. What The alarm goes up, but what, are you, what, <laughs> what do you need to remember at this point? What are you telling me to do?
3: That's incredible. I had no idea you can do that.
2: Yeah, like I have an alarm set. I just, since I opened up my alarms for uh-huh. 1250, I did not label this one. Luckily, I know what it's for, but I have something at 1250 I have to remi- remember to do. Yeah. It's actually for 1 p.m., so 1250 is like my warning. Like, hey, get ready for this. And so yeah, you but you can label them. And so I have like wake up um at 3 30, then I have 3 30 uh 3 40, um time to get up, then I have okay, now it's time to really get up. <laughs> oh, this is cold. Yeah, it's oh, so cold. Yeah, I, that way do, I kind of know.
3: Do you have yours on like repeat? So your your three thirty one, your initial get up one. Is that on a repeat to go off Monday through Friday? Or Monday do
2: you, through Friday, oh, yeah.
3: God, see, I don't even do that every night. So, when my alarm goes off in the morning, I turn it off and then I delete that, that alarm. And then I literally, every night before I go to bed, I set my alarm for 3 a.m. every single night. And I don't label anything because I do the same thing throughout the day. I'll have an alarm go off to remind me to do whatever. But I just, the alarm goes off and I just you know, tell myself, oh, yeah, that one's going off because I'm supposed to do
2: this. That's right. This is brilliant. Yeah, that, it'll help a lot. Steph, do you use your alarms on the phone?
4: I do. I, I use this the health app. So, if you go to your health app, in there you have a sleep alarm and it actually shows you how long you've slept each night. And with this alarm it's really cool. You'll see you'll if you go to bed at eight thirty and you wake up at three, you'll get six and a half hours of sleep. And it'll show you it like a graph, like on Monday, I went to bed around it looks like I said it's nine, and I finally got up out of bed like around three twenty. But it's really cool. It, it, it tracks your sleep and it is alarmed for Monday
2: through Friday. I did that one before, and it was always telling me to go to bed at like seven o'clock at night. And I'm like, ah, uh, yeah, no.
4: Oh, because you're saying do you you need
2: eight hours. Yes, <laughs> but I only need six hours. Like, I can't go to bed now. Are you kidding? So I stopped using it. But I'm looking at it now and. Yeah, That's Mercedes. Right. You need to
3: punch in that you need four hours of sleep. They it'll tell you around nine thirty, yeah. ten o'clock. Your normal bedtime to go to bed.
2: Exactly. Yeah, <laughs> I, I gotta look at that more. I do need more sleep. It's funny on Saturday to Sunday, I slept until eight thirty, and that I felt like a million bucks afterwards. I was like, this is that was like nine hours of sleep I got. That has not happened in years. Glorious. Yes.
3: Let's talk about today's show. Where do we start? Killers will be here. In August of 2022, you'll be there. We have your tickets all week long. them for you this morning, the 9 o'clock hour. Rolling Stones, Allegiant Stadium, that concert's happening in November. We've got your tickets, 8 o'clock hour, when you win Heads Up. Then we also have Heads Up coming up in about 15 minutes. When you win that, you'll get that Apple HomePod Mini. So huge prizes all week long. And also up next is what's trending. What do you have for us?
2: J-Lo makes an Instagram official. Why, you may need to cut back on the coffee and a new candy that's going where no candy has ever gone before. That's coming up next in What's Trending.
3: It's mix 94.1. Mercedes in the morning. Heads up in just about five minutes. And when you win heads up this morning, you'll get an Apple HomePod mini. Mercedes
1: in the Morning's What's Trending on Mix 94.1.
2: Jennifer Lopez is trending this morning, so she celebrated her 52nd birthday over the weekend. She enjoyed a romantic getaway in St. Tropez with her boyfriend, Ben Affleck. Now, the couple hit up the clubs with friends. They celebrated her birthday on a yacht, and she posted a picture that made their rekindled romance Instagram official on Saturday Showing them sharing a passionate kiss. I'm, I'm, I see the post and it's like a bunch of pictures of herself and it's on the carousel um, format. So it's like, oh, this is a great picture of JLo. Ooh, look at this one. Oh, she's so beautiful. Oh my gosh. And then you get to the last one, it's them kissing. It's like, oh, now it's official. I love it. Well, their romantic yachting trip comes as her ex, Alex Rodriguez, also posted photos from another boat off of St. Tropez where he's celebrating his own upcoming 46th birthday.
3: Jennifer Lopez and and Ben, they just look relaxed together. They look ha- there's like a happiness about them. I'm happy for her and happy for him. And I saw some of, the, some of the videos and stuff too. It looks like they're just having a good time with each other.
2: Yeah, it's, a, it's one of those things where it's like maybe they've been on each other's mind this whole time mm-hmm. and that they were just destined to get back together. So it's good to see them both really happy. Also trending this morning is Diane Sawyer, the birthday broadcast journalist is shooting her shot with ted lasso on the season premiere of the apple tv plus show one of the characters rebecca asked ted if he'd like something to drink here's how this whole scene went down of y'all Ted. what do you say to a cocktail coach lasso
1: oh the same thing i'd say to diane sawyer if she ever asked me out on a date yes please
2: <laughs> well diane sawyer saw that clip she posted the clip with the caption dear at ted lasso i'm in Your move. Now, whoever runs the social media for the fictional character responded right back saying, oh my... You've got me more on my heels and Lady Gaga at the Met Gala. <laughs> <laughs> I
3: love his sayings that he comes up with.
2: <laughs> Any chance you like biscuits? Well, in real life, a- actor uh, Jason Sudeikis, he was recently linked to model, actress, and horrible bosses to co-star Keely Hazel. So obviously not in real life anything will happen, but who knows? Maybe in season three of Ted Lasso, we'll have a Diane Sawyer Ted Lasso uh, <laughs> hookup of some sort.
3: Working at some point. She comes in to do a story on him or something like that. There's ways to work her character in or a person in. That's great.
2: Did you ever, see the first episode
3: yeah we watched it last night i'm so just so happy it's back yeah it's so good nice first episode kind of get things rolling and stuff and those biscuits you brought in on friday i was thinking about those all weekend long they were so good
2: yeah they were really good i don't know if that's the recipe ted lasso uses but it's really good (laughs) also trending this morning is coffee well a new study says that too much coffee can cause your brain to shrink This is not good. The study also found it can increase your risk for dementia. Drinking six or more cups of coffee a day was linked with a 53% increased risk of dementia and makes strokes more likely, too. Doctors say the typical coffee consumption is somewhere between one and two cups a day, and that is generally fine, they say. They say, though, if your coffee consumption is heading up towards more than six cups a day, it's time you rethink your next drink. It could be doing a lot of damage.
3: Now I want to do some more research here because is it coffee itself and just the coffee bean or is it talking because of the caffeine intake? Because I'm only at max, I'm, I'm 30 cups, maybe four cups a day, but then I have other ways of getting caffeine inside of me through Red Bull and a couple other drinks that I do. So my caffeine intake is definitely higher than six cups a day.
2: Yeah, I think I think it is the the caffeine intake. Uh, but I I have the actual study we can look. I'm I'm trying to pull it up here. Uh, they're talking about, let's say, And I can look fingers. later, you don't have to, you
3: don't, have to, you don't have to look it up just for me, but I'm just, I'm curious, I'll, that's not a look up, I'm curious, if it's talking about the caffeine intake that you get per day, then I, then I'm definitely above six cups of coffee day.
2: Yeah, it's, I think it's, uh, it is caffeine, so... Be careful. uh, I'm not here to lecture you. No, We've done it plenty of times. We've had many
3: (laughs) studies come out about the the side effects of too much caffeine. This one just grabbed me, though. I'll be honest. This one just kind of grabbed me right now.
2: Yeah, be careful. Uh, Finally, this morning, Skittles is trending. They have a new Zero-G pack available to commemorate Skittles leaving the Earth's atmosphere on that recent Jeff Bezos flight. The limited edition Zero-G pack features intergalactic aluminum packaging With blue and purple candies. The flavors are pineapple, passion fruit, raspberry, and berry punch flavors. Now Skittles is not revealing yet how you can get your hands on these zero G packs. They're, they're saying follow the Skittles social media accounts and you'll be among the first to know the availability details. The packaging is really cool. It looks kind of like those, you know, those astronaut meals that you used to be able to, to get sometimes. I remember astronaut ice cream. It looks like that. Uh, But blue and, and purple candies, you lost me there. I'm not eating blue candies. I just can't eat blue food, but if you're oh, interested. Yeah.
3: <laughs> They're marketing the wrong person yeah. when it comes to you on that one.
2: I'll eat the purple ones. <laughs> there you go. That's what's trending.
3: Caller 20 right now. Grab your phone. 702-364-9400. You caller 20. You're playing heads up and you'll like this prize.
2: Yeah, it's a Apple HomePod mini courtesy of Republic Records. You can listen to Mix 94.1 play all of your favorite artists like Zach Abel. You'll also be qualified to win the grand prize of a three-pack of Apple HomePod minis so you can listen throughout your house. All you got to do is be Caller 20 right now. Pick your category. Pick your partner. And if you get six answers in 60 seconds, you're going to win. Caller 20 plays. 702-364-9400. It's
1: time for Heads Up with Mercedes in the Morning on Mix 94.1.
2: Jennifer, you're Caller 20. You ready to play Heads Up? I am. Good morning, guys. Good morning. Morning. All right. Pick a category. Do you want to go with Wine and Cheese Freshly Baked Bagels, Water Park, uh, Box of Chocolates, or Get Dolled Up? Get Dolled Up. Get Dolled Up. Okay. It's National Lipstick Day on Thursday. Mm. And these are all different types of makeup. Okay? Okay. All right. Who do you want to pick as your partner? Uh, Probably you. (laughs) <laughs> uh, I mean, JC wears makeup too. I do wear so makeup, I do. He yeah. So. I do.
3: Uh, but great selection, Jennifer. Here we go. You got 60 seconds on the clock. You get six correct, and you will get that Apple HomePod mini. Ladies, you start now. This
2: is the stuff you wear on your lashes to make them darker. Mascara. Th- yes. This is what you wear all over your face to make it even. Um, Foundation. E- yes. This is what you put on your cheeks to make them rosy. Yes, this is what you put underneath, um, uh, to give your your some definition, um, underneath, uh, the part that you see out of, uh, Uh, your eye, uh, uh, eyeliner. Yes, yes. This is, um, uh, let's see. This is what you put on the lid to give you some color. Eyeshadow. Yes. This is what you might put underneath your, um, your eyes to make the dark circles go away. Um, yes. Yes. <laughs> nice. yes! Wow! Excellent <laughs> job, Jennifer. We were a, we were a perfect match. Nice job! Congratulations! <laughs> Thank you
3: so much, Jennifer. You're all set. You got the Apple HomePod Mini, and then you do qualify for that grand prize: the Apple HomePod Three Pack, which includes two right. extra Minis and and the HomePod as well. So, congratulations!
0: Thank you so much,
3: guys. And we have more winning on the way. We have Heads Up again in the 8 o'clock hour. When you win Heads Up in the 8 o'clock hour, you'll get tickets to go see the Rolling Stones.
2: Mix 94.1. It's Mercedes in the morning on this Monday. A little rainy, a little cloudy out there. It is 636. Yesterday, I was uh, at a, a brunch. It, first of all, let us let me talk about brunch, Okay. Are you a fan of brunch? Hate brunch. Do you really?
3: I do not like brunch. Because to me, what time was your brunch? What time did it start?
2: Well, that's part of my question. What time in your mind does brunch start?
3: If you're going to do a brunch and you do it at 10 a.m., that might work for me. Because my whole thing is like when I wake up, I wake up early on Sunday morning or any morning. I still get up early and I'm starving. So I like to eat a big breakfast and maybe go to the gym or something. And then so I don't want to put off eating any breakfast or anything until brunch time. So I'm just not... I'm not a big fan of brunch.
2: I felt like this was a lunch more than a brunch, but it was billed as a brunch because, but it was at one o'clock. That's lunch. That's what I, I felt like, but we had brunch food, which was delicious. It so was some so eggs good.
3: and stuff, and then some sandwiches oh, and man. everything? Oh my, man,
2: my girlfriend invited us over to her house, and she's like, I'm having a sit down brunch. We really want you and Matt to come. And I was like, we're in. And so we went, and it was it was people we had never met before. And she, we find out after the fact that she specifically selected certain people because she really felt like we would all vibe well together and we did and it was so amazing and we had such a great time meeting new people and just great conversations and her kids um she's got she's got three kids and then one of the other members brought their kids and they're just so cute and I I love kids you know how I am with kids I just immediately gravitate towards the kids and her son I've met before and I really have like bonded with him because he's really into crystals. I like crystals We t- we talk about different ones. I brought him one and we're talking about him and he's just such a cool kid. And so at one point during the brunch, he came up to me and he's like, do you want to buy a bracelet? And I was like a bracelet. And he's like, yeah, I'm selling these. You can pick your colors and I'll make them for you. And they were like those rubber loom bracelets. And my daughters, they like, they were so into those at one point. They made those all the time. They've got the kits. They've got all the different rubber bands and stuff. But I was like, heck yeah. Yeah. How much are they? And he's like, they're two bucks a piece. And I was like, sweet. I'll take one. Um, get me a, a pink, yellow, and white one. He's like, you got it. So he goes and he makes it. And I didn't bring any money because it was around. house. So I was like, oh. So I'm like, to my husband, I'm like, do you have any money? He's like. All I have is a dollar. I was like, I'm like, can I pay you back that other dollar? He's like, no problem. So he does it. So he starts going to every person at the brunch. That kid at the end of the brunch, he comes up to us and he's like, look at all the money I made. He probably made like 80 bucks at the brunch. That's like 40 bracelets. He did. Holy cow. He was making bracelets left and right. His side hustle was impressive impressive and it made me think about my side hustle as a kid like what did I do for money what was your side hustle as a child what did you sell to make money or what did you do to make money 702-364-9400 I remember we'd go to the grocery store I'd ask my mom to buy me a bag of lollipops and then the bag was what like three bucks then I would take that bag of lollipops to school And I would sell each lollipop for 50 cents. So there was probably like 30 or 40 lollipops. I made so much money selling lollipops. And then finally a teacher asked me where the money was going. Mm -hmm. She's like, is this money going to charity or some sort of organization? And I was like, uh... No.
3: <laughs> the Mercedes Martinez Foundation were. <laughs> so I had to stop selling
2: them because I was She's like, you can't do that. I was like, oh, really? Okay. So then I would sell them outside of school, 50 cents for a lollipop. <laughs> that was my side hustle as a kid. What was yours? Mine was
3: cutting lawns. Now we did the neighborhood like lemonade stand and stuff like that. But my, that, was, that was kind of my sister's racket. I was more of her like employee helping her get things set up and and bake stuff and get things, helping her get things ready. But that was that was her racket for me, though. I, I started cutting lawns at a young age, too. I think I was maybe 11, 12 years old when I got my first lawn. It was just one lawn a week. It was Ed Magenheimer was his name, our neighbor down the street, and he asked me to to cut his lawn. He paid me 15 bucks a week, which is huge. I I had no expenses at all at 11 years old. So to me, I I was golden making $15 a week, and so that was one summer, and uh, from from that point forward, I always called him my boss. He was the boss, because he was my first boss. And then the following summer, the Anastasias that live across the street hired me, so I had two lawns. And then my third, by my third summer, I was getting four or five. I, I think at my peak, I think I had seven or eight lawns. I get fifteen to twenty bucks a That's pop. That's
2: a lot of money.
3: I I, I was rolling it. I loved it. It was fantastic. And it was it was it kept me busy during the week too. And if it if it rained for a couple of days, that would delay my mowing schedule. But I had the racket going on in the neighborhood. At one point, there was a professional landscaping company that had too many lawns in the neighborhood. And I remember I was cutting a lawn. He pulled up next to me. And he's like, "Hey, do you want to take over a couple of my clients?" I'm like, "Yeah, for sure." And he didn't tell the clients that I was taking over. So I was like, imagine having like a professional landscaping company, do your house. And then the following week, some random kid comes over with his lawnmower. And then knocks on your door for his money. Yeah, like, what are you doing? I'm like, your landscaper told me to come cut your lawn. Like, he did? I'm like, Yeah. Like, wait until well, didn't tell us. I'm like, well, I'm here to cut you along. lawn. And so, yeah, but I, I made some money doing that.
2: That's a that's a good side hustle. What was your kid's side hustle? 702-364-9400. Maria says, mine was similar to yours, Mercedes. I used to go into our refrigerator that we had in our garage where all of our soda was and sell our own soda to my mm-hmm. friends. A dollar a can. I made so much money. Had to stop because my parents were mad that all their soda was gone. <laughs> that's I mean, when you sell the stuff that your parents bought for you, you guys. That's like the, it's like the best because, like you said, there's no expenses to you. It's like, oh, this is ours already. So I'm just going to make money on top of it. Uh, this one says JC is lying. Ha ha! I don't think you're lying. I, I believe that one. Oh, I cut my lawns. <laughs> that sounds like that sounds like the best side hustle. There oh yeah, is. no, Major see, I made money. I,
3: that, we I had my lawn. I had a Ronnie mower. I had a push mower. I had a weed
2: whacker, air blower. It was it was. I had quite the uh, little enterprise going on in my neighborhood. This one says I sat outside Starbucks with an open guitar case and. Play country songs. I was 10 years old. Okay, see, now you have to have talent. That's a big part of this. Me, no talent. Just here, have a sucker.
3: What made me feel so bad for you? Like, okay, okay, kids, stop playing. Here's some money. Here's five bucks.
2: That is impressive. I like that. Up next is the hot
3: three. What do you got for us? All
2: right, we're going to talk about a local kid i I hate to say kid but a local um a a local resident who is now an olympic gold medal winner also do you fight with your spouse after this happens we're going to talk about what that instigating time could be and why is doritos offering a 13 year old girl twenty thousand dollars we'll explain coming up next in the hot three
3: It's Mix 94.1, Mercedes in the morning, and we got the latest from Ed Sheeran coming up right after the Hot Three.
1: It's time for the Mercedes Hot 3 on Mitch
3: 94.1. The Hot 3, it's brought to you by attorney Paul Powell. More lawyer, less speed.
2: If you've been watching the Olympics, you may have seen one of uh, Las Vegas' own walked away with a gold medal. Bo Becker, a graduate of Faith Lutheran High School here in Las Vegas, helped the men's 4 by 100 meter freestyle relay bring home the win on Monday. He swam the third leg of the race, putting up a time of 47.1. 4-4. He was joined by Caleb Dressel, Blake Peroni, and Zach Apple on the podium as the team finished 1.14 seconds ahead of Italy, who took the silver.
3: That's awesome. Did you catch any Olympics on this weekend?
2: Yeah, it was funny because last night I was up late because I was watching the USA men's volleyball team playing uh, playing um, Russia. Mm-hmm. And I'm watching it and I'm getting stressed out. Uh, they lost the first two sets barely, and then I'm on, on the third set and my husband's like, you gotta get to bed. I'm like, I know, I just want to see how this game Ends. I'm, like, I'm so stressed out, and he's like, "You know, this happened already, right?" And I was like, "What?" He's like, "Yeah, this is this is a replay." I'm like, "Are you kidding me?" Uh, and so I, I googled to see who won, not USA. Oh. I'm like, "Why didn't you tell me this this whole time? I thought this was live." He's like, "Well, you know the time difference." I'm like, "I know, but I thought maybe it's like a morning game or something." He's like, "No," I'm like. Oh, I was so annoyed. I'm like, well, I want to see like their reaction now that I know that they lose. And see so, how it plays out. Yeah, of course. Oh, man, it was so sad to find out that it was not <laughs> alive. I was all excited. I'm like on the edge of my seat watching it. So, also this morning, do you find that you fight with your spouse after a party? Well, you're not alone. Research reveals that husbands and wives frequently quarrel after a social event. Why? Well, it's different for both sexes. Men, they tend to exaggerate something about their wives for a laugh, which makes the wives mad. And women, they flirt with other men for an ego boost, and that angers their husbands.
3: We went to a surprise party on Saturday night because we're the opposite of that. We're the ones that kind of – I don't want to say the word fight. It's not like a knock-down, drag-out fight, but it, it, things get tense at times going to whatever party or event. And it's all about timing. It's normally on me, too, because this surprise party on Saturday night, they sent out the invitation, and my, my buddy said, we'll be arriving at this restaurant at 545 Things will be open at five, so you guys get there at five. We get there at 545. I'm like, why do we have to get there forty-five minutes early when they're arriving at 545? My wife's like, Oh, he asked us to be. So because of my timing, my bad timing, we rolled in there at 525. And she felt like that was cutting it too close.
2: Oh, yeah, that is pretty close. But I'm with you. I'm the one that's always running late too. So <laughs>
3: And I'll say the time too. She's like, Okay, what time do leave? Like, let's leave at let's leave at five. And she's like, You should have timed this out better. But traffic. And then pulling up to the place, make we can't park in front of the restaurant. No, because they uh, she knows my car, and she's like, "Isn't that JC's car?" And maybe she wouldn't notice it. So then you have to park around the corner, down the block, and that just added time as we're walking into the restaurant. We had time to spare before they got there, but in her eyes, in her mind, I pushed it a little bit too
2: close. If we if we fight, it's usually because of yeah the something that at the party like we. Uh, with this whole men tend to exaggerate something about their wives for a laugh and that makes their wives mad, yes, my husband will do that to me. He'll throw me under the bus to get a laugh, and it upsets me so much, and I try not to act like it does. But, I mean, he'll say such sweet things, but then he'll come in with, like, a zinger. Like, I don't know. I'm trying to think of the last thing he said. Like, like maybe he said something, and he looks at me and goes, Oh, great, I'm going to hear about this one when we get home. And I'm like... (laughs) What? <laughs> and everyone looks at me like oh she's gonna yell at him man. I'm like I, what the and, but then he just did guarantee that I will say something and, say something like and that? I yeah. try to say I try to say it nice after I'm like hey you know when you talked about me being late for like 30 minutes to them and you guys are all laughing at me how I'm always late and stuff and he's like yeah I'm like that kind of hurt my feelings a little bit it's like oh you're too sensitive it was so funny and I'm like hmm, okay I'll no, just Shut up. Then. Don't step on me to get the laugh next time. <laughs> yes. All right. Finally, this morning, remember when people would get attention for discovering foods that seemed to be shaped like Jesus or something? Well, now you can cash in just by finding a ma- minor manufacturing defect. A 13-year-old Australian girl named Riley Stewart was eating Doritos last week, and she came across a puffy chip, which isn't that different from those 3d doritos do you remember those kind of yeah the the kind uh-huh. of the puffy crunchy ones well she posted it on tiktok and she asked people if she should eat it or if she should try to sell it she listed it on ebay and supposedly had offers up to a hundred thousand dollars but then the auction got shut down that's when doritos stepped in and they offered riley twenty thousand dollars for the chip Not because they wanted to investigate it. It was just a chip that had a big pocket of air inside, but they just saw an opportunity to turn it into a marketing thing. They said, quote, we've been so impressed with Riley's boldness and entrepreneurial spirit. So we want to make sure the Stewart family was rewarded for their creativity and their love for Doritos.
3: It's, yeah, it, it's, there's nothing special about it besides there's, it's puffy. There's air inside it. It totally looks like there's 3D things.
2: I think we should start really investigating the things we eat. If you eat chips, look for that weird one. Post something about it on social media. See if you can get their attention and maybe... Maybe other companies will start to do the same thing.
3: Yeah, you start making some money off this thing. Yeah,
2: it's an idea. But
3: you see that in your Doritos. Do you you make a TikTok out of it?
2: No, I am eating that. (laughs) I want to feel that pop in my mouth that that, where you just take your tongue and the roof of your mouth and you push the chip and it just explodes on your mouth. That, to me, would be so... Like worth it yeah, There's nothing
3: special About it to me It's just Yeah it's just A puffy Dorito. Yeah That'd I be mean, gone <laughs> Coming up next hour 7 o'clock hour We do have The Dirt Camila Cabello She drops new music And get ready For a new superhero The Dirt happens Right around 7.15 Here's Ed Sheeran
2: That's Ed Sheeran on Mix 94.1. I get a lot of people asking, like, who sings that Bad Habit song? And it's such a different sound for Ed Sheeran that they're really surprised when you hear who it really is. It's so funny.
3: It's a great song. What are you a fan of? Are you a fan of Ed Sheeran? How did you become a fan of Ed Sheeran? 702-364-9400. This is a great segue, because I asked that question because we go to sushi every Friday night, my wife and I. We walk in, and and the, the Coop is the name of the bartender, and just great people at this place. And every week there's a different vibe to the music and he's big into music and he uses a streaming service and every week he punches in a different artist or different song to kind of establish the music for the night and my, I always ask him at one point throughout the dinner I'm like hey what's tonight's station who did you punch in to get this feel and Friday night just had a really nice vibe to it and I asked him I said who did you punch in who's tonight's station and he goes oh Tina Turner I'm like oh yeah because at one point there was a Tina Turner song that came on I'm like, oh my god this is a great station And he starts telling me all these Tina Turner facts and how he's a huge Tina Turner fan. Like, how did you become such a big Tina Turner fan? It's it's funny because he tells me he was in grade school and elementary school and they had some kind of contest that was going on. And they had a DJ there for this contest and he won whatever the contest was. But they didn't have any prizes for the kids that won. So the DJ told him, he's like, hey, um, you can grab one of my records. And so he went in, and there was a Tina Turner record right there, and he grabbed it and listened to this Tina Turner album over and over, and that's how he became a Tina Turner
2: fan. There's always a story, right? There's something that kind of instigated it, something that kind of got you interested, and then you take it from there.
3: Because you're a diehard Yankees fan. How did you, growing up in the Denver area, Become such a big Yankees fan had to be something that got you down that path of uh, path to becoming a Yankees fan. What was it?
2: Well, I was always a fan of baseball. I loved baseball, and living in Denver, it was all about the Broncos, and then and the Nuggets to some point. But it was pretty much just all Broncos. We didn't have a baseball team, so I would just watch whatever games were on TV. And there were t- there were three teams that I would see on TV: the Los Angeles Dodgers the Chicago Cubs and the New York Yankees. And I, I just, I started watching those games cause that's, you know, all that they would show. And it was always like on that WGN channel yeah. that I would see the Chicago ones. And I, for that, I re I was like, I don't know. I'm not going to go with Chicago. Cause what is this WGN state? I like, I had no rhyme or reason for that. LA. I was, I had family that lived in LA and I was like, Mm, they're probably already Dodgers fans. I want to be different. So I decided I was going to become a Yankees fan. So I just started following the Yankees. I would watch them, and I was just such a huge fan. And then Colorado got a baseball team, the Rockies. And I remember just that feeling like... It must have been how a lot of people felt here when you had your hockey team already established and then you get the city gets its own team. Mm -hmm. But unlike many people who became Golden Knights fans, I'd refuse. I'm like, I'm not becoming a Rockies fan. I'm already a Yankees fan. And people gave me such grief for it. Like, how can you be a Yankees fan? You've never even been in New York. I'm like, I don't care. I'm a Yankees fan. And so, yeah, that's how I became a Yankees fan. And it's such a
3: cool story. So (laughs) what are you a fan of? And how did you eventually become a fan of whatever it is? 702. 364-9400. 364 at 9,400. Because imagine if you got Dodgers, Cubs, and Mets
2: oh thank goodness I didn't get the Mets <laughs> right? <laughs> Seriously
3: where would your world be oh, right now? depressing world it would be. All I mean, world to live in. One
2: of my neighbors is a diehard Mets fan and we always give him grief every time we walk by his house Like he well, sometimes he'll have a Mets flag up I'm like put that away but now I can't talk because the Yankees are terrible oh, right are they? now so oh. I, I walk with my head down I'm like, Don't, I hope he doesn't see me. Um, we're getting some texts here. This one's from Bonnie. He says I started watching hockey when I was about 12 many many years ago because I thought Bobby Orr was cute and after that i found out how much i love to watch the game of hockey yeah i think hockey was one of those sports where we just kind of we never really paid attention to it and now i'm kicking myself like man we really missed out this sport is so great it's one of my favorites now
3: yeah with that different characters different players different different feel here but yeah absolutely you ever go you, you ever seen the yankees play in colorado
2: no, I we've driven to Anaheim to see them play. Oh, we've driven to Arizona to see them play. Uh, I've never seen them play because they're National League. So, well, I mean, not that they couldn't, it's but a rare yeah, occasion, it's, yeah. A, it's very rare. Um, but if they did, I would, I would. Seri- My sister has because she's a Rockies fan. Mm. It's a funny. She's a she's a fan of everyone she's supposed to be living in Colorado, and I'm opposite.
3: <laughs> <laughs> Coming up here in the dirt, Camila Cabello drops new music and get ready for a new superhero. Details in about ten minutes. Without are you? It's Mix 94.1, Mercedes in the morning, and you got to download the Odyssey app and check out the brand-new Odyssey exclusive stations. They've actually been out for about a month now. Hundreds of new exclusive music stations available only on Odyssey for music fans, by music fans, and we have a couple of our own stations. Sean Tempesta has Y2Play. It captures the TRL era of music. I've got an 80s station, the 80s revisited with J.C. Fernandez. A bunch of 80s hits and some rare 80s songs when you hear it as well. And, Mercedes, you song. Your station's perfect for summer.
2: It is. It's perfect for any time, really. It's Mercedes Backyard Barbecue Classics. If you love 90s and 2000s hip-hop and R&B, it's a little bit of the old school mixed in with some uh, less old school, but it's a lot of fun, and I love getting your guys' feedback on things and and songs and songs you want to hear, and let us know. Yeah, you can listen to all of those stations and more on the Odyssey app. That's A-U-D-A-C-Y. And it's brought to you in part by Macy's and Geico.
1: We never got gotcha. it. Or would we? Let's go. Time for the Daily Dirt on Mix 94.1.
3: Yeah, we have uh, Peppa from Salt and Peppa on the show on Friday, and she was giving you some songs to add to your station. That was yeah,
2: cool. I and I added them Did too. You, oh, I, no. I added those Salt and Peppa songs.
3: Michael B. Jordan is producing a black Superman limited series for HBO Max, and it's based on the character Valzad. He's in a different universe than Clark Kent. But his origin is pretty similar. He comes from Krypton and is sent to Earth after the death of his parents. Val Zod is also the second person in the comics to take on the role of Superman. No word yet if Michael will star in the series. They're kind of still in the early stages of development. But it's happening on HBO Max.
2: Oh, he is definitely Superman. 100%.
3: <laughs> the site OnlineBingo.com has analyzed some of the world's greatest films and characters to reveal the heroes who are the most loved. And they base it on Rotten Tomatoes' scores annual Google search volume and Wikipedia page views the last 30 days. So I have the 10 most popular movie heroes. I'm going to start at 10. You tell me if 10 is better than 9, better than 8. We'll go down the list. So number 10 is Black Widow. Is Black Widow better than number 9, Hermione? 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 Hermione from Harry Potter. I
2: I only know Black Widow from like The Avengers and all those other movies, but I know, Steph, you saw Black Widow over the weekend, so I'll let you pick this one. Hermione versus Black Widow.
4: Oh, man. Oh, that movie was was so good by the way you have to check it out i'm gonna yeah i want to see it for sure it's really hard because i feel like hermione was my childhood and i'm now just getting into marvel so it's like my adulthood i'm gonna choose black widow over hermione
2: okay okay Okay.
3: black widow over deadpool what do you think black widow (sighs) or deadpool
2: as long as black widow's in it i'm gonna let steph divert to steph on this one so black uh, Black widow and and deadpool steph Black, black widow
3: okay black widow or robin hood
2: I'll help you with this Black Widow.
4: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I will choose Black Widow as well. (laughs) Okay,
3: Robin Hood was number seven. Black Widow or number six? Wonder Woman.
4: Ooh. Black
2: Widow. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Okay.
3: Now we're getting into the top five. Black Widow, which was number 10, or number five? Superman, which is better.
4: I'm still going to go with the girl power. Black Widow. Wow.
2: This is interesting. Superman's like the iconic superhero, <laughs> like the biggest of all time. This is yep. very, very fascinating.
3: Black Widow against number four, Sherlock Holmes.
2: <laughs> Sorry,
4: Sherlock. <laughs> <laughs> Black Widow still is the winner. Okay.
3: Black Widow or number three, Peter Parker.
2: Oh, man. Oh. If you're if you're stressing over Peter Parker, I'm shocked that you did not pick Superman. <laughs> yeah. I just love Peter <laughs> Parker. I think I, I just love the Spider
4: Man movies. I'm still gonna go with Black Widow. Whoa, oh God.
2: yeah, Black
4: Widow oh, climbing wow. the
3: charts. Okay, Black Widow, which was number ten or number two, Batman. Who's better?
4: Sorry, Batman. I'm still sticking with
2: Black Widow. Mercedes, what do you
3: think of her ranking so far?
2: I would have changed them at Superman. Superman Uh would... I would have switched over to Superman, and Superman would be beating them right now. Like, I'm doing it in my head how I would have picked it.
3: Here's the Super Bowl. It's the big one. Black Widow, number 10, against number one, Harry Potter. Oh,
4: not Harry! (sighs) I'm going to... I'm gonna stick with
2: number one we'll go Harry Potter I would have gone with Harry Potter also yeah yeah over Superman
3: <laughs> <laughs> this uh, this online bingo.com they they ranked out to hundreds heroes just you know the bottom of the list number 100 is George Bailey from It's a Wonderful Life number 99 was Ray stance from Ghostbusters that was I believe Dan Aykroyd's character in Ghostbusters and the number 98 was Robocop.
2: Robocop. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Black Widow beats all of them.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Black Widow definitely beats Robocop. Camila Cabello dropped a new song on Friday called Don't Go Yet. Here is some of the song that she released on Friday. She also revealed that the new track is the first single of her upcoming album, Familia. Familia. She did not get the release date on the album, but she did put out the song on Friday.
2: I like it. I love that it. It's so good.
3: We have so much going on when it comes to tickets for you this morning. One hour from right now. Tickets for you to go see the Rolling Stones when they come to Allegiant Stadium in November. And then in the 9 o'clock hour, we've got your tickets to go see The Killers. It's Mix 94.1, Mercedes in the morning. Mix 94.1, Mercedes in the morning. The Rolling Stones will be at Allegiant Stadium in November. You will be there as well. Your tickets are coming up next hour at 825. It's
1: time for the Mercedes Hot 3 on Mix 94.1.
3: The Hot 3 is brought to you by attorney Paul Powell. More lawyer, less speed.
2: Adults have faced a lot of product shortages throughout the pandemic. Toilet paper, hand sanitizer, bleach, cleaning supplies, gas. Garden gnomes, ketchup. Garden gnomes? Yeah, remember when there was a garden gnomes shortage? I remember the chlorine one over the summer. There was a garden gnome. There was a garden gnome shortage. Yep. As far as right. m- making them and stuff. Yeah, the, there were there were not enough garden gnomes. Is yeah. that
3: like the, the, the theft of them was on the rise?
2: I'm not sure if it was uh, if that had one to <laughs> had anything to do with it, but yeah, there was that. There was the Milano cookies. There was the grave nuts, and now it's literally hitting home for eight year olds. The Wall Street Journal says schools are concerned because juice boxes. Hamburger beef patties and chicken tenders are among the items that are in short supply. That is because of labor deficiencies and supply chain issues. Other expected shortages include canned fruit, corn dogs, salsa, those Uncrustables sandwiches, (laughs) Italian salad dressing, and even the actual lunch trays. Suppliers are cutting back on their offerings, so schools are whittling down their menus. One rep for a supplier says, we haven't had 100% head school count season in 15 months. It's going to blow the doors open. That said, the USDA wants eight-year-olds to remain calm. They're working on easing pressures across the food supply chain, and while there may be shortfalls, there aren't any widespread concerns. Uh, enough
3: pressure going back to school. Some coming to the end. got to get your school supplies and everything else. Now going in, you're not going to have your favorite treats and snacks when you get there. I'm
2: sorry, but the chicken tenders thing does worry me a bit. That is very concerning, because I, I do enjoy the chicken tenders, especially those, those bare chicken nuggets, man. Those things that you get at Costco, they are so good. And When we see them, we buy like three packages of them, because they're so good. <laughs> Stock up. They're amazing. Um, also, this morning, Money may not buy happiness, but it could buy you a longer life. New research shows that every $50,000 worth of income lowers a person's risk of death by 5%. Researchers at Northwestern University say that every time someone adds another 50 grand to their bank account, the risk of death drops. I I mean and that makes sense, like maybe you can pay for better health care, better, you know, food, healthier food. Mm-hmm. But then why what's the longevity longevity of of like lottery winners? Or, yeah, it it seems like there's some issues there.
3: Yeah, because they get that. All of a sudden, they go from not having any money to having millions and millions of dollars. And you hear about those tragic stories that they blow Mm -hmm. through the money or die in some, some awful accident or something. It's just there seems to be some kind of a curse that goes along with winning the lottery. You need to play it safe. Get a financial advisor and don't tell anyone that you won.
2: And just pretend like you never had it. Mm, yeah. yeah. Maybe maybe splurge on a, a new car, or a really cool vacation, and then just, <laughs> just leave it there. But uh, I, I want to forget
3: the extra $50,000. You've got this magical healing dirt that you've had at your house for how many years now?
2: Oh, gosh. Um, since I, the first time I got it was when my grandmother passed away in the 2000s. And then we went back, um, I'd say mid-2010s. So I've had it. It's just in a small container. I don't have a ton of it, so I'm very, you know, I use it very sparingly. Okay. Um, but yeah, it's uh, it's cool. Does it, has anyone else heard of that? Uh, like Google the magic dirt from Chimayo, and you'll see it.
3: Now I've heard of curses of taking dirt or sand from a beach, from an island, or something. Do, was there this kind of overrides those rules because it has because it has magical healing powers? So any concern as far as taking? Part of the land with you when you left Mexico—that's
2: the whole thing. There, it's, it's like you're supposed to take it. They, they, they even sell. Like they have a gift shop where you can buy these little containers and then take it. Or some people will come in with a bag um, to get it. But yeah, the local villagers—they, they're totally fine with you taking it. But it's just amazing because that hole never gets deeper, and the hole never fill is filled up. It's just. It's really interesting.
3: How does that happen? And the same thing, if you ever skip stones in a lake? There's a lake by my house growing up, and everyone skips stones in it. You figure at some point you, there'd be like a rock island starting to form in the middle of the lake as everyone's skipping stones out in this lake for generations. But why Why is it not like a pile of rocks building up in the middle of the lake?
2: That's a good question. I don't know. May, do, do they get broken down? by the elements
3: i shouldn't say lake it's more it's a pond growing up yeah do they break down or they start to sink into the land but think about it everyone goes up to this thing it's by my high school and you just that's what you do you throw some stones into this pond why is there not uh, an island in the middle now Mm.
2: (laughs) The things that make you go hmm uh finally this morning so people use filler words when they want to sound smart like saying at this point in time when the word now would sum it up Pretty well. so someone asked Grammar nuts to name the other redundant phases phrases that that really bug them and that are are waste of your words. So do you use any of these phrases? The phrase in my opinion, well, they say we all know it's your opinion if it's coming out of your mouth. I say that a lot.
3: Because I don't want people to get mad. Like whatever I'm saying, this is my opinion. So this, is, just
2: don't get mad. <laughs> so that, just, we figured it out. It's your opinion if you say it. You know. Yeah. But I do the same thing. Um, something saying something is estimated to be around a certain number. Well, you already said it. It's an estimate. An estimate. So you don't need to say it twice. Estimated to be around, just say it's estimated to be blah, blah, blah. Uh, another phrase general consensus. There's no consensus that isn't held in general. That's what <laughs> a consensus is. So don't <laughs> you, you even, right? I know, I know so many of these things I've said before. Uh, number four calling something an actual fact. That one might be useful now, though, because we're bombarded with a lot of true things that are presented as facts, but they're saying it's an actual fact. Well, If it's a fact, it's a fact. Fact. You don't need to say it's actual. Uh, Saying, I feel badly about that. People think it sounds smarter than I feel bad, but it's actually wrong. Just like you wouldn't say you feel greatly about that. It just uh, doesn't make sense. Uh, The phrase, postpone until later. You don't need the words until later. If you want to postpone something Uh until earlier, then you need a time machine. So it just doesn't make sense. (laughs) And then the last one
3: is. That's so true. We do it all the time. Let's postpone it till later what what else would we yeah. postpone it
2: <laughs> um and then saying the reason being instead of because like i feel badly but i need to that but i need to postpone our meeting until later the reason <laughs> being i forgot about it you just say I'm sorry, we're going to have to postpone. I forgot about it. (laughs) There you go, done. Those are
3: (laughs) eye-opening. Well, at this point in time, I would like to tell you that next hour, we have your tickets to go see the Rolling Stones. And the reason being, it's a big ticket because they're a big band coming to town.
2: But we are running late, so we may postpone it till later. (laughs) Twenty-four point one. That is new mix variety from Parmalee with Blanco Brown called Just the Way. It is eight oh two Mercedes in the morning. Is this
3: something every parent goes through at one point? Do you ever lose your kid, Mercedes? Ever lost either Brooklyn or Sophie? I mentioned earlier, I went to the surprise birthday party on Saturday night downtown, and uh, one of my my friends, um, she was in town for the surprise birthday party, and her husband, they live in in Kansas City. Her husband stayed back home to watch their two kids. They have two little boys. And so she came down to be part of the surprise party. I'm just catching up with her, and um, she's telling me stories about the kids, and they got married in 2015. They didn't have kids at the time, so I think her oldest son is maybe five, six years old. And she was telling me that they were down in Mexico recently, and they lost their oldest son. Fre- completely freaking out of this whole thing. So they, they're in this standard resort in Mexico. Uh, her husband's out on the balcony, first floor, with their one son. Her other son's kind of playing on the bed. She goes to take a shower. She gives the husband a heads up hey, I'm taking a shower. Um, next thing you know, she comes out of the shower and the kid's missing. He's not there. And she goes on the balcony and she's like, Where's Tommy? He's like, He was inside. He's inside. Hey, where, where else can he be? He's like, No, he's not in the room. What happened with little Tommy was that they had an adjoining room and he opened the door on their side. And the door on the other side was not locked. And so he went through the adjoining room and out the front door of the hotel and wandered off. And they're at this resort, first floor. Where
2: was the resort?
3: In Mexico. (laughs) What? I say it five times?
2: No, it's just the way that you say Mexico always makes me chuckle. Mexico. 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 How do I say it? I I say it Mexico. You say Mexico. Mexico. I don't know why it always cracks me up. And I'm going to Mexico next month. Mexico. Mexico. They're looking
3: looking at me uh, all different. I walk down. Hey, it's great (gasps) to be in Mexico. I love Mexico. (laughs) Well, they were in Mexico at a resort in Mexico. And this kid, well, long story short, he wanders through. That's how he gets out. He goes through the adjoining door, goes out the front door, the the connecting room room and wanders out of uh, uh, the resort and they in a panic they, they go running out on the beach looking for him. She goes to find hotel security and as the, she tell me as my, as her husband, my buddy's going on the beach and have you seen this four year old people are like, oh yeah he went wandering down that way like no one stopped a wandering four year old oh my gosh. Re- so he sees them he goes running up and he gets them and uh, you know obviously their heart stops and then you know starts beating again once they find their kid, but just complete panic and another friend of mine she was telling me how she thought she lost her kid because the daughter was downstairs she's upstairs she comes downstairs and the front door was open and she can't find her daughter and she goes running outside she sees her neighbor's um gate to the backyard open so she goes running into her thinking her kid like wandered out the front door across the street into the neighbor's backyard they got a swimming pool and everything and she goes running back there can't find him long story short on that one the kid was just in another room in the house and she didn't bother to look there but have you ever been in a situation where you lost your kid?
2: What happened? 702-364-9400. Maybe you were the kid that got lost and you couldn't find your parents and it oh. freaked you out. Or maybe, yeah, it was your own children. And how did you find them? 702-364-9400. And how do
3: you say Mexico?
2: I just say Mexico. <laughs> Steph, what, how do you say it? We You were talking about your favorite res- restaurant in Rosarita. Mexico. 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 Uh, I mean... Tomato, tomato, right? Mexico. <laughs> <laughs> the country south of us. Yes, exactly. I, uh, I lost my daughter, Sophie, when she was little at Sports Chalet and oh my gosh it was a whole thing and she has ptsd to this very day we were at the sports chalet it's not sports chalet anymore it's on uh, charleston and and ford apache i th- I think it's is it dicks now it's, it's a dick's, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. um so we were in there and we were buying some softball gear for her and she had to go to the bathroom and so i was like do you want me to take you to the bathroom she's like no i can go by myself so i i just could of stood around the the area where the bathroom was and just kind of waited but then her sister she was teeny tiny she goes running off over by the shoes and i was like come back here so i run to get her at that point sophie came out right at that moment so i'm on the other side so i'm like come on we got to go get your sister so as she's walking clockwise to get to us we're also walking clockwise and it's a circular path in Mm. the store so she's like mom And I'm like, Sophie, but we're like at opposite ends and we just keep going around in circles and she starts crying. And so finally I just run into the middle and I go, Sophie, and she comes running up. She's like, why did you leave me? She was so upset with me. I I felt so bad. I go, it's her fault. I blamed it on her sister.
3: But you guys, you're literally going in the same like direction trying to look for each other. At the exact yes. same speed. Like we just couldn't,
2: <laughs> one could not catch up to the other because we were moving at the same amount of, of of speed. And so, oh, she was so upset. So every time we walk into a big department store, she will even as old as she is now, she will not leave my side. She's like I still have PTSD from that time you lost me in the store. Let's talk to Steve. Steve, where did you lose your kid?
0: Oh yeah, so we were at a water park in California, and my daughter was two years old, and uh, her grandparents were watching her supposedly, and uh, we were just literally right up the right up the bank uh, around the corner, and uh, so I came down to check on them, and then I'm like, "Where's Where's Taylor?" And she, and my mom's like, "I thought you had her." And I'm like. You're watching her. What are you talking about? <sighs> so, so literally, she was, she was probably maybe five or six people down. But in the water, she was two years old.
2: Oh, yeah, my. I mean, she
0: had her she had a vest on and all that stuff. But oh, my God, you talk about like my my heart just was gone.
2: All the, I, I mean, I'm sure this was a long time ago. My heart is still beating fast. Mm-hmm. Just listening to you tell the story. Yeah. yeah. Well, she's now
0: 26. Oh, so I <laughs> yeah, but, oh man, that was like that was so scary. It that
2: panic. So oh, I'm so glad she was all right. Steve, thanks for calling. Let's talk to uh, Lena. Lena, what happened to you? Hi. Yeah, I was younger, and I could fall asleep
4: anywhere. I, we were at the mall with my mom, and you know the racks, the clothing racks
0: um, that are round. Yes, I would go in between them and fall asleep.
3: Those
2: places were like forts. So the first time it happened, my mom panicked. After that, she's like, "Just look underneath the racks." Oh, yeah, she'll be there. I, is that a thing that every kid did? Because I would hide in those, and I'd wait for my mom to ask a, an associate to find me because I loved hearing my name on the loudspeaker. They'd be like, attention, shoppers, we have a lost child. She's wearing a blue shirt whatever, and I thought it was so cool. And then I'd pop out and be like, surprise, my mom gets so mad at me.
3: We should make a movie about what happens inside those things. Like you go inside there, and there's this lost land that you enter in because that's someplace that all kids, I think, at one point or another, that's your, your spot to you go hang out. It's like a fort. It's the department store version
2: of The lion. The witch in the wardrobe, you know, <laughs> you could just go in there.
3: <laughs> we have a lot coming up this hour. Those tickets for you to go see the Rolling Stones when they come to Allegiant Stadium in November. We have them for you coming up right around 825. <laughs> It's Space 94.1, Mercedes in the morning, the Rolling Stones will be at Allegiant Stadium in November, and we've got your tickets in less than five minutes with Heads Up. I mentioned the surprise party I was at on Saturday night and saw some friends that I haven't seen in a while, and it's kind of funny. Mercedes, a friend of mine that you know, Gil, a buddy of mine, I haven't seen him in a while, and he was talking about the radio show, and he mentioned he heard us talking last week. He's like, what was that show you guys, like that thing you guys were talking about that you guys were really over-the-top reaction to? I'm like, oh, it's, it's a TV show. And this other girl is in, in the conversation. Like, oh, what show? I'm like, it's called Sex Life. And she's like, oh, I've heard about that. And, and my buddy Gil's like, there's a certain scene you got to watch. And I told him, I said, well, yeah, when you get home tonight, it's episode three. You go 19 minutes and 30 seconds in, just hit play, and then just see what happens. And you, some people record the reaction and post it. And the girl's like, oh, hey, yeah, we, we want to watch that show. And my buddy Gill's goes, he goes, why wait? Pops open his Netflix on his phone and starts watching it with a couple other people right there, and of course the reaction, over the top, like everyone else's reaction during that particular scene.
2: Yeah, I mean, I would really recommend like starting from episode one and not just going to three and seeing that. I really would recommend like getting some kind of context onto what's going on. Um, I know I kind of like threw it at you guys, and so you looked at it right then and there, ha- not having watched the episode. But the the show starts out kind of cheesy i will admit and even my husband and i are watching like what is this oh my gosh give me a break but then as it goes on it, it actually got pretty decent i i thought it was a, a good show and i'm so infatuated with the fact that they're they're a real life couple brad and billy they're they're the names of the the couple on there and it's like he's the ex She's married. Um, It's about this, you know, when you get married, how things change, how you change as a person, your identity from who you were before marriage and kids. It's so different and how you can kind of get some of that back. And it was pretty relatable on a lot of ends. I don't know if other women felt like that, but it's like who you were before family and who you are now. And you love both of the people that you were, but you want to incorporate all of that into who you are now. But it's a... It's impossible. Sometimes it really is.
3: You and you, yeah. You got. You made Steph and I. He didn't make us, but he told us about the scene. So Steph and I, we watched that scene, and it's. It's interesting, but then I went back that night. I'm like, okay, I do want to get some context to the show. Everyone's a lot of people are talking about sex life, so I went back and I watched the first episode. To, to, I felt like it was a bit desperate housewives meets yeah. Fifty Shades of Gray tied into each other. But man, the husband was—I mean, I wanted to punch the husband in the face. The first episode, he was doing things that are like, dude, come on, are you serious?
2: The dude, oh yeah, I know you kind of gave up on it because it was so cheesy and uh-huh. stuff. But I—if you ever d- change your mind. If you think you wanted to punch him on episode one, just wait till you get further into it. Because there's some stuff he does that I'm like, how do you keep a marriage together? And there are some people that are able to do it. And I'm talking about like, I don't want to give away the the show. But when you're maybe if you have an open relationship, um, maybe if one spouse cheats on the other uh and you're able to keep it together how can you do it uh i i'd like to think god forbid that ever happened but i'd like to think that that would be something we'd be able to work through but knowing the person i am and how i you know they say that forgive but not forget i just i just never forget and i and that would change me i don't think i could ever i don't know if i could ever be the same and go back to th- the way things were
3: so if there's, someone cheats in a relationship, would you be able to go back? I
2: don't know. I'd, I want to say yes. I want to say yes because the foundation is there. But, but I would never be able to forget that. That would always be in the back of my mind. What about you?
3: Um, I would like to think I'd be able to forgive and also forget as well and, and, and move past it. I'm sure it would pop up at times. And I'm I'm sure there'd be trust issues too. So let's say my wife cheats on me. How would I handle it? Um, I would like to find out what had happened. What caused is there you know, deeper issues in a relationship um, and try to figure out what went down, why it took place. And then now, okay, figure out why, who is this person, what happened, why did you do it? And then I'd have all these answers that I would want to get, all these questions I want answers to, and then once I got all these answers, is she still in love with me? Do you want to continue this marriage, this journey together? And if so, okay, then then, and if I want to continue as well, hopefully the healing starts again we pass it by guarantee there would be moments that would pop up that i would think about it years later probably even after the fact yeah it was just you know a tv show watching a show where there's an affair or something boom immediately i think all those emotions would come back and how do you handle that then
2: that, that would it, and that would you touched on something like the trust issues i would always have that in the back of my head like oh, oh where are you going where what are you doing you know things like that that would always be something that i would struggle with and so i don't know watching this show there's a lot of there's a lot of realness to it but there's there's a lot of uh, sensationalizing and kind of cheesiness. And my husband at one point was like, is this on Cinemax? Like, what <laughs> is this? And I'm like, no, it's on Netflix. But that's a pretty interesting show. I, I went through the whole thing. And huh, if there's a season two, I'm here for it. I will be watching it. Steph, did you ever start watching it? I didn't. I I was
4: scrolling through when you were saying to watch, or when I showed James, my husband, the season, uh, episode three, the infamous scene. I was kind of scrolling through it, just looking at it. It did already look kind of, not just cheesy, but also very like, whoa. It's very graphic. And there were some
2: times where I was like, okay, uh, all right, this is enough. And I'm not like a prude here or anything, but I was like, I'm uncomfortable. (laughs) What are we watching? (laughs) Exactly.
3: You know, but, you know, God forbid Matt does that, to you or and Laura does that to me isn't that the ultimate like argument if you guys are in a fight over something, we're running late. You cheated on me
2: two years ago. Oh, yeah. You, okay. You, know, you could hold that over their head for forever. You forgot to bring I the trash kid. You cheated on me. And that's that's probably one of the many reasons why my husband won't do it. He's like, oh, I cannot, <laughs> I could not bear to hear about that for the rest of my life. <laughs> 50 years. You cheat. I know. It was
3: a mistake. Rolling Stones will be at Allegiant Stadium. Uh, we've got your tickets. So we're looking for caller 20 right now at 702-364-9400. You're caller 20. You're playing heads up. This is awesome.
2: Yeah. Rolling Stones bringing their no filter tour to Allegiant Stadium November 6th. The tickets don't go on sale until this Friday at 10 a.m., but we have your win them before you can buy them tickets. You just have to pick a category. You pick your partner, you get six and sixty seconds, and you win. Easy as that. Caller twenty plays seven oh two three (laughs) six four ninety four hundred.
3: great song. That's Duncan Lawrence. The song is Arcade. It's Mix 94.1, Mercedes in the Morning.
1: It's time for Heads Up with Mercedes in the Morning on Mix 94.1.
2: Dina, good morning. You're caller 20. You ready to play Heads Up? Oh, my gosh. Good morning, guys. Yes, I am. Yes. Let's pick a category. Do you want to go with? Rain, rain, go away. Olympics, avocado, Marco Polo, or buffalo wings? Oh, my gosh. Um how about rain rain go away rain rain go away national rain day is thursday and these are all things that are associated with rain okay okay all right who who do you want to pick as your partner uh, let's go with Chasey
3: All right, all right. Here we go, okay. Dina. We got sixty seconds on the clock. You get six credits, and you get tickets to go see the Rolling Stones. And we oh my start God. now. You put this over your head to prevent yourself from getting w- Yes, you put these on your feet. Just your feet don't get soaking wet. On the
0: Ranges.
3: Yeah, boots. yeah. boots, boots. Ranges. Uh boots. Okay. You have this on your car. You turn these on so the rain
0: windshield wipers.
3: Yes, after it rains and it's sunny outside, you might see this rainbow. Yes, you would put this on to to keep yourself from getting wet when you go outside. It's um, you, you put a
0: rain slicker, a raincoat.
3: Yes, um, you okay. these form in the sky. They're white and uh, rain comes from them. Cloud. Yes.
2: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, oh my gosh, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Congratulations! Oh my Rolling stone oh tickets for you. Win them before you can buy them, Dina. Congrats! Oh my gosh, thank you so much. I'm still nervous.
3: Oh, you did it. You crushed it. Congratulations. Yeah, you're all set when the Rolling Stones come to town. They put on an amazing show Saturday, November 6th. We have your tickets all week long in the 8 o'clock hour when you win Heads Up. And we have more tickets next hour around 940. Your tickets to go see The Killers. It's Mix 94.1. Mercedes in the morning.
2: Mix 94.1, it is Mercedes in the morning. Don't go anywhere. We have more Mix Friday coming up, including Good For You from Olivia Rodrigo. That is on the way next. It is 8.39, and over the weekend, it was a, a kind of a busy weekend uh, on my end. On Friday, we were out at Silver State Schools Credit Union with a big back-to-school supply drive, and we got so many school supplies. It was awesome. And then Saturday, I saw so many people at the big Battle for Vegas game. That was so much fun at the Las Vegas ballpark He had team riley smith versus team marcus allen and it was a sellout crowd it was it was so much fun it was so much fun we had a blast and i would i'd been looking forward to it for, for months uh because our friends they actually helped put it on and it's such a it's such a cool event and um on saturday that before the game i was kind of like I don't want to say I was in like a funk because I, I knew it was coming. Saturday was the the fifth anniversary of my my dad's passing. And I know I talk about my dad a lot. And I'm sorry if it gets to be like redundant. But obviously, he had a huge impact on me. And, and five years, like I couldn't believe it was five years since since we lost him. And I, I was dreading the day. I was kind of like, oh, I know it's coming up. So on Saturday, I woke up and I was like, you know what? I'm just, I'm just going to be happy today. I'm just going to choose to be happy and celebrate him and be happy when I think about him. I'm not going to be sad. I I just, I refuse to do it. So I got up, I took a spin class. I did a Spice Girls ride. Like who can be sad riding to the Spice Girls is perfection. Battle for Vegas that night. Uh, All was good. I was actually in a pretty decent mood. I just tried not to think about it until we started driving over there. And oh man, uh, it hit me and it hit me hard. I, d- I decided to check my email on the way there. My husband's driving. I'm looking at my email and I see I got an email from my one of my dad's co-workers. And uh, this guy is a great guy. He, when he comes to Las Vegas, we would take him and his wife out to eat. Super great guy. And I read this email from him and I just started crying in the front seat. My husband's like, are you okay? What's wrong? The girls are like, mom, why are you crying? <laughs> like They have no idea. Um, have you ever cried? Out of happiness. That's why I was crying. It wasn't because of sadness at all. Not even close. It was pure joy that I was crying. Have you ever cried happy tears? And what was it for? 702
3: a couple of things first off yeah thinking about you your, your father and your family on saturday there's never nothing redundant about you talking about your father so whoever puts that thought in your mind i mean we love hearing stories about el jefe and your father is just an amazing man so when you share stories it, it brings happiness to the show and and laughter too with a lot of the stories from your dad are just funny stories that you have with your father secondly this person that sends the email so when's the last time you heard from this person? And what, and what sparked him just the fact that it was the fifth anniversary? And do you want to share what, was,
2: what yeah, was in this email? I'll read it here. Um, He, his buddy Rich, and his wife Irene, they're so sweet. And we keep in touch with them every year. Like, we always send Christmas cards. We became friends because of my dad. Him and his wife would love to visit out here. And he'd, he'd always say, Rich, you should get in touch with my daughter. Like, have my daughter take you out. And at first, I was like, Dan.
3: Who wants to do that? I don't want to take your friends. <laughs>
2: Out like what the heck but we did and we had the best time with them and they were just the nicest people so every time they would come out he'd send me an email like mercedes we're coming out would you guys like to have dinner and we're like absolutely so um so i get this email and i'm pulling it up here and it says the the subject line is your dad and so when i saw that my heart kind of sunk i was like oh gosh and he wrote hi mercedes i just wanted to, you to know That on the fifth anniversary of your dad's passing, I still think about him all the time and even keep the card from his memorial service on our desk at home. He was a great guy to work with, and I really miss all the good times we had together. Hope you and Matt and the girls are doing well. We've had some health issues, but putting up with them, our best wishes to all of you. And I was just like, I was so touched, especially at the part where he wrote, he was a great guy to work with. And I really miss all the good times we had together. I was like, ah, like even now, like the happy tears, I can feel the mm. because I'm so happy, like so happy about that and uh, yeah I was just like I was laughing and crying have you ever done that where you laughed and cried because I'm like <laughs> yeah. in the car and I'm like oh my gosh And my family's freaking out like what is wrong with you I'm like this is just the sweetest thing I've ever read in my life it you was forget the so tickets cool. what's wrong mom <laughs> yeah exactly
3: <laughs> oh that's very sweet I mean I can imagine getting something like that on the anniversary of his passing too and, and yeah. so that a connection like that with your father when's the last time you, you like seen Rich and Diane? Rich and
2: Irene um, I haven't se- I think I saw them two the last I went to Denver before COVID, okay. we went to their house. I was like, Rich and Irene, I'm going to oh. be in town. They're like, come over, we'll open a bottle of wine. <laughs> and so we all went over there with my mom and everything. My mom keeps in touch with them, so it was super sweet. Um, Brandon is on the phone. Brandon, when was the last time you cried some happy tears?
0: Uh, it was back in 2006. I was a working musical theater actor, and I was trying to find a new job. And I'd gone to New York to audition for a whole bunch of stuff. And I auditioned for Wicked in the Broadway production as an ensemble member, Fiera Understudy. And I'm in a parking lot in L.A. where I was living at the time. And my manager calls and says, guess who's going to Broadway? And I got cast in Wicked on Broadway for six months. And I just sat in the parking lot flying my eyes out because it was an actor's dream to be able to perform on a Broadway stage.
2: Oh my gosh. I just got goosebumps. Did you feel popular? You want to be popular? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, That's amazing, Brandon. And now you have, I mean, you have that memory. That is like, that's amazing. How was it? Was it everything you dreamed of?
0: It was incredible. I mean, I was performing with Ben Vereen. I met Liza Minnelli. I met all these incredible Broadway performers and, and, and the show is just fantastic. Just it, and it was right after they were nominated for the Tony, and so it was just, it was just fantastic. Nothing beats being an actor to say that you, performed on a Broadway stage. It's just thrilling. You say you got goosebumps. I goosebumps every single night I perform.
2: What was your favorite song that you got to perform in Wicked?
0: Uh, probably. Um, well the, my favorite song is The Wizard and I the f elpha this thing's that, but probably I love the opening.
3: Just you know, no one mourns the no
2: wicked. No one mourns that's the wicked. Incredible. Oh that's this one of my favorite Broadway shows of all time. I'm so I'm so happy for you, Brandon. That is absolutely incredible. Um, we're getting some text here. I cried happy tears when my son was born. Literally as soon as he came out they laid him on me and I instantly started crying. This one says, I also cried when my fiance proposed to me. Yeah, like, these are happy moments. Why do we cry? Yeah, tears of joy. <laughs> yeah, it's it happiness.
3: We have the hot three next. What do you have for us?
2: We are going to talk about when you finally felt like you were an adult. How many of us uh, still feel don't feel like we are adults? We're going to talk about that. Also, what are the most stressful life situations? And some guy keeps calling librarians across the country and asks them to do this. He's kind of pervy. We're going to talk about it coming up next in the Hot 3.
1: You, I guess you moved on really
3: easily. Well, Lady Rodrigo, good for you. It's Mix 94.1, Mercedes in the morning. <laughs>
1: It's time for the Mercedes Hot Three on Mix 94.1.
3: The Hot Three is brought to you by attorney Paul Powell. More lawyer, less fee.
2: How old were you when you first felt like a true adult? A new poll found that 7% of us still don't feel like grown-ups, or around 1 in 14 people. That includes about 5% of people in their 30s and 40s, and even 1% of people over the age of 55. Now, the most common age when we feel like an adult is 18, and the second most common answer was 18. Actually, younger than 18. So a lot of us grew up really fast. The rest of the top five ages are 21, 25, and 20. When did you truly feel like an adult?
3: Oh, I'll be honest. There are times where I still don't feel like an adult. In my mind, I think I'm like an 18-year-old kid. I don't have any kids. um, So uh, less responsibility on my end. But maybe mm, when we bought our first house, we went through that process of buying our first house. Getting a mortgage, how that whole thing works, buying a house, paying the mortgage, then moving into our second house. I would say we bought our first house is when we yeah. really felt like an adult.
2: Yeah, you had adult things you had to do. But that wasn't my, I was, gosh, I was maybe
3: I was in my early 30s at that point. So in my 20s, I still felt like a, t- a total kid.
2: Yeah, I felt like a kid in my 20s too. I think until I had kids. Then when I was responsible for a human being... <laughs> Then I did not feel like a kid anymore. I was like, okay, I gotta, I gotta make sure I keep this child alive, and, and I gotta do my best to be a good example. So that's when things really kind of shifted for me. But there are there are moments where I'm, I actually I, I don't feel like an adult either. Still to this day, I think I mentioned this a, a few months ago where. We were somewhere and there was some sort of an emergency, and I'm thinking, someone get an adult. And I was like, oh crap, it's me. I'm the adult. I got to take care of this. What do I do? <laughs> so, um, 6% of people said that they were over 30 when they finally felt like an adult, which might be the trend now because a quarter of adults under 25 say they still don't feel like an actual grown up. Also, this morning, a new poll came out and uh, it asked people, what is the most common stressful situation in your life? And the most common things are health issues, financial issues, and family problems. Now, some of the, some of the things that people... This, this list came out... The poll had a list of the 30 most stressful life situations, Ooh. and some of them are very stressful, agonizingly stressful. I would say the health problems, like I said, financial problems, family problems. But then there's some on here that are like, What? Like uh, not knowing what to buy someone as a gift. That's not that stressful. I mean, really, when it comes comparing it to health problems, getting a stain on your clothes.
3: Oh, you're going to work, there's a stain on your clothes. <laughs> what are you going to do?
2: Accidentally liking an old photo on someone's social media. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, oh, these no. are uh, <laughs> pretty, pretty brutal. Uh, but well, you see
3: someone <laughs> liked an old photo of yours, like, wow, okay. Scrolling back, are we okay?
2: Nice. Sometimes I'll I'll see on like TikTok someone will uh, like a video that is so old, and I always think like, oh, is this one going viral all of a sudden? Like it took a while, but wow! Like. That's kind of weird, but...
3: Let's say on Instagram. If you follow someone new, because I, I just did that recently, followed someone new, and then as soon as I follow that person, a bunch of, I, get, I think they're older, but more oh. popular posts pop up. So I'm scrolling through my feed, and I see, oh, a post them, and I like it. And another post, I'm like, wow, they're, they're, they post a lot, and then everybody's like, oh, this is from six months ago. That last, they're just, Instagram is now just updating me on their happenings, but... On the other end, they're saying JC Fernandez liked your photo from eight months ago. JC Fernandez liked your photo from a year ago. What a weirdo. Why is
2: he going through it? Why is he stalking (laughs) my Instagram? Uh, Finally, this morning, uh, here's the weirdest and uh, I don't know, maybe kind of boring uh, turn on that we've seen in a while. Some guy apparently has been calling libraries all over the country and asking librarians to read him boring legal jargon. While he um, spends some quality alone time. Mm. So, a librarian in Connecticut talked about it in a Facebook group, and then other librarians across the country said it's happened to them too. He specifically wants them to read him stuff about Brady versus Maryland, which is a 1963 Supreme Court case that said uh, prosecutors have to share evidence if it could exonerate a defendant. Other librarians in the group said that they have had similar calls from guys asking them to read random stuff like the titles of John Grisham books, stuff like that. So if you're a librarian here in Las Vegas, please just hang up the phone. Do not indulge this guy. He's uh, doing some weird things while you're doing that.
3: My wife's aunt volunteers at the library, so she's a part-time librarian. I wonder if she's received those calls.
2: Uh, you should ask her. And for if you're in town, guy who does that, here you go: A Time to Kill, The Firm, A Time for Mercy, The Pelican Brief, Sycamore Row, Camino Island. There you go. Those are your John Grisham titles. That's a lot of books. Have a great day. Well, <laughs> oh, I just barely scratched the surface. <laughs> going for hours with John Grisham.
3: Killers will be in concert in August of 2022 at T-Mobile Arena. We've got your tickets next hour at 9:40. Mercedes in the morning. The Killers will be at T-Mobile Arena next August, August 2022. We've got your tickets this hour right around 940.
2: And it is time for you to be the judge. Is this person a jerk or is this person justified? It is time for JC's Jerker. Justified, what you got? All right, this one came in here and it reads, my wife and
3: I have different toothbrushes. She has some fancy sonic thing, and I use a plain brush you buy in a five-pack at CVS because I'm simple like that. But this morning, I went into the bathroom and saw one of my basic brushes out next to mine. When I was finished getting ready and walked out of the bathroom, I asked my wife why she got out one of my brushes, and she said her sonic brush was bad, and a new one was arriving from Amazon today. That's fine, but I followed up and asked her why she didn't just use my brush that was already in there. She responded with, no, that's gross. Really? It's gross? It's a toothbrush. Is it gross when we kiss? No. In a reflex response, I divulged to her that in the past, I have tried her fancy Sonic. Apparently that was the wrong thing to say because she did not seem happy by that revelation coming to light. Is she justified in using her own toothbrush? Am I a jerk for using hers? Is she a jerk for not using mine? Do you ever share a toothbrush? I'll leave the name out of it.
2: Uh, is she justified in using her own toothbrush? Yeah, she is justified in using her own toothbrush. We're all justified in using our own toothbrushes. That's silly, but that's only in case of an emergency. If you share, I, I agree with her. She goes and she uses a never been used toothbrush of your own. Yes. 100%. Like. Kissing and scraping plaque off of your significant other's teeth are totally different, in my opinion.
3: <laughs> I would never use my wife's toothbrush. We've been on vacation before and checking in a hotel, and we land there and I realize, you know what? I think I forgot my toothbrush, and, and and a CVS or someplace is closed, and I can't find one, and the hotel doesn't have one. I will never use. One. I'll put toothpaste on my finger and brush my teeth that way before i use my wife's toothbrush. To me it's disgusting.
2: I've done it like maybe once or twice when i had absolutely no option. Like and and i needed to brush my teeth and it, i felt gross doing it, but i did it just because there was no option. This last uh, vacation we went on, we went to San Diego and my husband and i both use sonicare toothbrushes. Mm-hmm. Um i forgot to bring mine. So it's time for bed, i'm doing my whole face stuff and i was i realized i didn't bring it. I was like oh it's late like I forgot my toothbrush and he's like I got you and I'm like I don't I go I don't want to use I don't want to use your toothbrush he goes I got you so he goes into his little supply bag he pulls out his Sonicare and there's a replacement head so he goes use this head so I took off his use mine uh, and it was brilliant I was like why don't we do this all the time we just bring our one Sonicare but we have different toothbrush heads and it worked out perfectly
3: yeah you can just easily switch those things out yeah and then you're using separate brushes so um so, so here's the question yeah. so is, is she justified in using her own toothbrush okay like I, I think it means taking out of her five pack i guess and using one of his brushes i don't know am i a jerk for using hers i mean i don't think you're a jerk for using hers i just i just want to do it it's just disgusting to me is she a jerk for not using mine
2: no, I mean, why would she be a jerk for not wanting to use your toothbrush? That does not at all.
3: Do you ever share a toothbrush? No, never.
2: No, I don't. I don't think so. Seven zero two three six four ninety four hundred. I think that maybe you know you need to not take it so personally, like like a, a personal attack that she didn't want to use it. It has. It's not about you, but it is pretty gross. Again, I, I've done it before, but it was. It was when I had no other choice, and you know the whole finger and putting toothpaste on your finger wasn't going to fly with me. It didn't like, work for you. Like I had spinach that night, and I had to get in there. Like I, it was not going to work out that way. And you,
3: yeah, you get it's you mean you get that toothbrush feeling clean, but you don't get in there. But I'd rather have that than my wife's brush. But yeah, you have to have a floss too. Oh, would you ever use someone's someone's floss?
2: Would I use someone's floss?
3: Reuse someone's oh,
2: floss? Oh no. Oh my gosh. No. That's disgusting. I use my hair before I use someone else's
3: <laughs> floss. Oh, that's brilliant. <laughs> what about a loofa? Do you and Matt share a loofa? Does Matt use a loofa?
2: Well, we um have we do share a loofa on vacation where I bring a loofa and or he'll bring one and we use the same one but the, the girls are not allowed to use our loofah they have to use their own loofah <laughs> he and i will share it but they I, I, we don't want to use their loofah like uh. um, at home though we have separate loofahs so we're all color-coded loofahs in my house like oh that's a pink one that's brooklyn's that's a purple one that's sophie's that's a that's a um a blue one that's matt's and i get stuck with orange i always get stuck with orange like how do i get orange i but that's now become my loofah color how often do you guys swap uh, change out loofahs uh probably once a month We we should probably do it more than that. But, yeah, once a month. They get pretty nasty if you keep them any longer than that.
3: Start falling apart and stuff. Yeah, Yeah. it's pretty gross. If you ever want to um, send us a message, you can always text us at 702-364-9400. Love hearing your jerk or justified situations. Those tickets for you to go see The Killers this hour, 940. It's Mix 94.1.
1: Mercedes in the Morning's What's (laughs) Trending. on Mix 94.1.
2: Jennifer Lopez is trending this morning. She celebrated her 52nd birthday over the weekend, and she enjoyed a romantic getaway in St. Tropez with her boyfriend, Ben Affleck. The couple hit up the clubs and fr- with friends, and they celebrated her birthday on a yacht. She posted some pictures that showed that their rekindled romance is Instagram official now. Uh, they were During a passionate kiss, the romantic yachting trip comes as her uh, her ex, Alex Rodriguez, also posted photos from another boat off of Saint-Tropez, uh... Where he's celebrating his own 56th birthday. That's not awkward or anything. Like, oh, I'm here too. Oh, well, since we're here, I want to meet. Nope, I'm with my new boyfriend. Sorry. You bring, bring
3: your boat to my boat? <laughs> yeah. we a bigger boat. That's the question.
2: Later. Uh, so, yeah, 52 years old for Jennifer Lopez. Just uh, looking incredible. Defying defying time. I don't know how she does it, but uh, happy birthday to her. Also trending this morning is Diane Sawyer. The broadcast journalist is shooting her shot with ted lasso on the season premiere of the apple tv plus show there was a scene in which her name got brought up here's how that went howdy y'all good what do you say to a cocktail coach lasso
1: oh the same thing i'd say to diane sawyer if she ever asked me out on date yes please
2: (laughs) now diane sawyer saw that and she posted the clip with the caption dear ted lasso i'm in your move. While well, whoever runs their social media account for the fictional character responded right back saying, oh, my, you've got me more on my heels than Lady Gaga at the Met Gala. I, do I have that inflection down like Ted Lasso? It's pretty close. It's <laughs> Thank it's, you. It's pretty close. And whoever,
3: <laughs> I mean, the writers on that show and there's phrases they come up with every time. I'll, sometimes I got digest it digested for a 2nd like.
2: Oh, yeah,
3: that's what that means.
2: It's Uh, funny. I love that show. Uh, He also asked, any chance you like biscuits? In real life, uh, the actor, Jason Sudeikis, he was recently linked to model, actress, and horrible bosses to co-star Keely Hazel. So I don't think that they're going to go out on a date, but who knows, maybe season three, Ted Lasso, Diane Sawyer comes into the scene and covers the (laughs) team. Who knows? So that is trending. And then uh, coffee is trending. Bad news, guys. we got a study here that says too much coffee can cause your brain to shrink the study also found it can increase your risk for dementia drinking six or more cups of coffee a day has been linked with a 53 percent increased risk of dementia and it makes stroke more likely too. doctors say that the typical coffee consumption is somewhere between one and two cups a day and that is generally fine they say if your coffee consumption is heading up towards more than six cups a day it is time to rethink what you drink and that is what's trending 394.1, Mercedes in the morning. Let's talk to Jennifer. Hey Jennifer, you are caller 20. Are we human? Going to see the killers. Oh my gosh, this is gonna be an amazing show. The imploding, the mirage tour is coming to Vegas next year, August 26th. The T-Mobile Arena, and you just got your tickets before you could even buy them. Congratulations! Thank you so much. We're oh, so excited.
3: Awesome. Ready? Actually,
2: the tickets did go on sale. Yeah, they're on sale. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. No, yeah, that's what I meant. That's what I meant. But you still bought them, so that's or you still won them. So yeah. very
3: cool. New album's coming out soon. It's coming out on August thirteenth. Pressure Machine. Now, will Heather have these in the twelve, and Sean in the four o'clock hour? We don't know yet.
4: So they'll have them in their show. They're just making it a little secret.
3: <laughs> we got them all week long, and your ticket's with us every weekday this week at 940. It's
2: Mix 94.1. It's Mercedes in the morning. And that is it for us uh, this Monday morning. Thank you guys for joining us. It's a little wet out there in some parts of the valley. I'm surprised. We have, like, zero rain right now in the southwest part, but then the south part... They say that uh, almost an inch of rain has been measured in the last 30 wow. minutes in Gladys. prim uh, along the I-15. So drive safely this morning and throughout the day. We'll be back tomorrow. More tickets for you to see the Killers. We've got more Rolling Stones tickets. Uh, we're going to also have more of those Apple Home HomePod minis to give away with heads up in the 6 o'clock hour. So don't miss any of that. And tomorrow is Try It Tuesday. We've got one that I, it has potential, I think. But I'm still a little skeptical about it. We're going to try something tomorrow and uh, see if it's good enough for you to try. We'll tell you all about it. That's happening in the 8 o'clock hour tomorrow morning. Right now, though, it is time for the line of the day. Kids,
3: looking to make some easy cash? Try what Mercedes did. This was brilliant.
2: I remember we'd go to the grocery store. I'd ask my mom to buy me a bag of lollipops. And then the bag was, what, like three bucks? Then I would take that bag of lollipops to school, and I would sell each lollipop for 50 cents. I made so much money selling lollipops.
3: So the teachers got on your racket, huh?
2: Yeah, they asked if it was going to a charity, and I was like, uh... The Mercedes fund. No. (laughs) I was just saying, no,
3: it's going to me. (laughs) Uh, That'll do it for show number 1450 of Mercedes in the Morning.
1: Mercedes in the Morning, did you miss the show? You're not going to want to miss this, folks. Uh, Catch up now. Download the podcast of today's show and get updates now online at Mix941.fm. Mercedes in the Morning returns tomorrow morning.